Trapped in the Darby Ice Cave, Part 2 To warm up, we made a fire, burning whatever we could burn from our backpacks. Food wrappers, baseball caps, the leather cover of our binoculars. I looked at my watch. It was 12.03 a.m., Spencer's birthday. We'd been in the cave for 12 hours. Happy birthday, I said. This is one we'll never forget. Spencer hugged me close. A lot of people would have prayed at this point. We're not religious, so we held each other through the night and tried to stay positive. We are going to be okay, babe, Spencer said. I know, I said. Help is coming. My mom must have called search and rescue by now. Around 6 a.m., we tried the rope again. No luck. The cold felt as if it were creeping into my bones. We did jumping jacks and squats, but the wind whisked away our body heat faster than we could create it. We made another fire. We kept our rope climbing harness, and the backpack with a few essentials. Everything else, the other pack, Spencer's knee brace, our extra gloves and hats, our wallets, went into the fire. I even used a dry piece of my hair as kindling. I let the warmth of the fire seep into my body. The sound of the water burbling over the rocks and the wind whistling through the caves was like a meditative music. It was odd, but I felt an incredible peace in that moment, as if I would be okay no matter what happened. It was like a reassuring presence. Around noon, we decided to give our rope one more try. We were out of food, out of things to burn. The batteries for our lights were dying. Spencer hoisted me onto his shoulders. I'm going to get it, I told myself, lunging for the rope. My hand wrapped around the end. Yes. That's when I saw a bolt in the cavern wall that we hadn't noticed before. Holding on to the fixed rope with one hand, I maneuvered myself toward the bolt. I looped and tied our climbing rope through it. Spencer and I came up with a pulsey system to lift me another 15 feet to a ledge where I could secure a rope. It took me two hours to get up there. Spencer pulled himself up using the rope I'd set. We've got this, babe, he said. The ledge was at the base of another waterfall. Was that an opening up at the top? No bolts. We'd have to free climb. Slowly, I made my way up. I grabbed a shelf in the rock wall, only to have it crumble in my hand. I fell 15 feet and bounced off a boulder. The next thing I knew... Spencer's arm wrapped around me. Somehow, he'd caught me.
Then it was Spencer's turn to attempt a free climb. He pointed his flashlight at the top of the waterfall. Then he turned and looked at me. I'd never seen such bleakness in his eyes. I knew without asking that there was no way out. It's just a crack. Spencer confirmed once he climbed down. Not big enough to go through. My teeth chattered violently, and my whole body was shaking with cold. You're not going to make it, I thought. Aurora, I'm sorry. Then I heard something. Voices. Was it just wishful thinking? Jess, do you hear that? Spencer asked. I heard someone shout my name. I blew my safety whistle. Spencer yelled. Lights from flashlight filled the cavern below. They'd found us. The search and rescue team helped us rappel down into the cavern we'd been in earlier. They told us we'd been on the right route, but recent floating had made it almost impossible to find the exit. All of us waded deep into the pool of the water at the foot of the waterfall to find a four-inch gap between the water and the rock above. Just enough room to keep our heads tipped to breathe. No wonder we hadn't seen this route during our searches. We passed through the gap, and our rescuers led us the rest of the way out of the caves. Thirty-three hours after rappelling into the ice cave, we emerged into the hot air of night. We hiked down to the trailhead. Our friends and family were waiting. Everyone burst into singing happy birthday to Spencer. Everyone except Aurora, who was fast asleep. Seeing my baby girl and knowing I would get to watch her grow up made my heart full. A week later, I was in our backyard picking apples. Spencer mowed the grass. Aurora lay in her hammock with a lap full of apples. I watched her take bites out of every single one, giggling, and I thought back on our adventure in the ice cave. It hadn't been just Spencer and me down there for 33 hours. I couldn't shake the memory of a third presence. Like I said, I'm not a religious person. Still, when we were wading through chilly water, climbing icy walls, making fires, there had been someone with us, protecting us in the dark.